Hey, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3, 1, to everything there's a season. How many of you like the Christmas season? Isn't it great? That's a great time. You know, it's just, it's just a hustle and bustle all over town and just everybody just getting ready for the Christmas day. And, uh, you know, God created everything with a season and the Christmas has a purpose, has a reason. Amen. But, you know, it's just, a, it's just very common for us to, you know, miss the, you know, miss the whole purpose, miss the whole point in the midst of the hustle and bustle. Well, how many of you know that Christmas is a whole lot more than eggnog and caroling and, and gifts? It's a whole lot more than that, right? But, you know, it's, we, it's easy to just get caught up in all of that and miss the whole reason. And, you know, there's this, this great, um, this, this great um, you know, tragedy going on in America today where we're trying to get Christ out of Christmas. But uh, how many of you know that Christ is the reason for Christmas? There is no Christmas without Christ. Amen. You know, if you don't believe in Christ, quit using 2011 because that's all based on Christ's birth. Amen. You can't get away from it. Christ is the reason. Amen. What's the purpose and heart of Christmas? Let's just talk about that for a moment and then we can go enjoy the holiday festivities. In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23, it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. God with us. The heart of Christmas is God with us. Not God out there in a galaxy somewhere. God is with us. Amen? He's here tonight. He's here today. He's here right now. God is with us. Amen. Now, why is that so important? Why is God with us so important? Well, let me just give you a couple of reasons. God is important. It's important that God is with us. Number one, because God forgives sins. Now, you know, I mean, who would get crazy about that? Oh, come on. God forgives sins. You know, listen, the one gift everybody needs for Christmas is the forgiveness of sins. That's the one gift everybody needs. You know, what do you want for Christmas? Everybody needs forgiveness of sins. You know, that's what the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and they fall short of the glory of God. Every last person in here has sinned. Is that right? And the Bible says in verse 10, there is none righteous, not even one. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are. It's not good enough. to compare. When you compare it to God's righteousness, God's righteousness is so much higher than our ability to perform good deeds. Amen. And the Bible says there's none righteous, not even one. We all have a problem and our problem is sin. And so, you know, what's the problem with sin? You know, why, does, why would anybody be anxious to be forgiven of sin? Well, let me just give you a couple of reasons. First of all, sin keeps us from growing in our relationship with God. Have you ever felt stuck spiritually? Have you ever felt like God is far away? You know, there's a reason for that. And the Bible tells us the reason is sin. In Isaiah 59 and 2, it says, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. 
We are separated from God because of our sin. And we need forgiveness of sins. Can I get an amen? Now, the sin hinders our prayers. Our prayers are hindered by sin. Have you ever prayed and wondered, did God hear me? Or I have prayed about that for a while. Have you ever noticed that God just don't answer every prayer in any prayer? You know, one of the reasons is because our sin blocks our prayers. Now, everybody, everybody wants their prayers heard on high. But you know, not everybody's prayers are heard on high. And the Bible says in Isaiah 59 and verse 2, it says, And your sins have hidden his face from you, so he does not hear you. The message of Christmas can change your prayer life. Because many times the reason why our prayers are not effective is because we got this block in our prayer life, and it's called sin. Sin also keeps us from living a blessed life. How many of you want to live a blessed life? How many of you want to live a prosperous life? Yeah. You know, in fact, today, you know, right now, you know, everybody's wishing, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a blessed and prosperous New Year. Well, do you know, that's not like, that's not automatic. It's not automatic. I mean, I can wish you a new year all I want. But how many of you know there are things that you and I can do that can encourage a prosperous new year? Can encourage a blessed life. Amen? I mean, and that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that, that sin keeps us from living a blessed life. Listen to Proverbs 28, 13. He who conceals his sins does not prosper. See, the problem with sin is it keeps us from enjoying and living a blessed life. It just hinders us. And listen, you know, I mean, you know, it's good. It's good to drink eggnog. It's good to drink Christmas carols. It's good to give out gifts. It's good, you know, to do all that stuff. But listen, the whole reason for the season is a whole lot more deeper than a present under the tree. God gave us His Son. So we could have an abundant life, a rich life, a blessed life. And sin cuts us off from that prosperous life. But the good news is that God is with us to forgive our sins. That's the good news. Amen? So listen, you don't have to be interested in God forgiving your sins. If you don't want your prayers answered, if you don't want to live a blessed life, amen? If you don't want to... God's grace flowing in your life, you don't have to be worried about this. But if you want God's favor in your life, if you want God's hand in your life, if you want God to get involved in your life and your family and and the things that you're about, then you need to have your sins forgiven because that's a block keeping God's blessings from flowing in everybody's life. That's what the Christmas story is all about. In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 20, it says, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, this Joseph, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, and she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. He's going to save us from our sins. We need to be saved from our sins. So now, why is it important that God is with us? First of all, He forgives our sins. Number two, it's important that God is not somewhere out there in the stars, in the galaxies, although that He is, but that God is with us. Number two, because He brings us joy in the midst of our dark days. Everybody has dark days. We have dark days financially. You ever had a dark day financially? 
where you had more bills than you had money? You know, everybody has dark days physically. Ever get a bad doctor's report? You ever work, wake up and not feeling well and that persists for a while? Everybody has dark days relationally, especially at this time of year. You know, it just surfaced all the relational problems. Who's not talking to who and who's not getting along? And it seems like the enemy, Satan, Lucifer, the devil, he sends Scrooges to try to mess the whole thing up. Because he's, de- he's the divisive one. And he comes to bring hostility and strife among people. And so everybody has dark days relationally. Strained relationships. People have dark days emotionally. You know, especially at this time of year, those that lost a loved one are reminded this first Christmas without their loved one. Or maybe it's the third, fourth, fifth, maybe it's the tenth, fifteenth, but still there's a shadow. It reminds us of, uh, of, of the dark times of our life. Everybody has dark days. Isn't that right? But the good news is that, that Christ came to light up our dark days. You know, Christmas is about here and now that Christ can bring light into your dark days. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 9, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified, but the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Amen. Good news of great joy for all. All people, everybody, amen. So the message of Christmas is good news of great joy for all people. And so the message of Christmas is that you can have hope in the midst of your dark days. There is light for dark days. There is encouragement for discouragement times, amen. That's the good news. I'm so glad that it's not just this story that has no meaning and no value and no point to me at this time, at this hour. But Christmas has something to do today. In John 8 and 12, it says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, will, but will have the light of life. How many of you know Jesus will help you walk out of darkness and into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ? Can I get a better witness? This Christmas Eve, Jesus is the light of the world. And so why you can be hopeful during your dark days? Number one, because God loves you. God loves you. John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. How many of you know that's what Christmas is all about? It's about the love of God. See, Jesus came in a manger, but he died on the cross. Amen. And the reason why we can get excited about him coming in a manger is because we know he died on the cross, but he didn't stay in the grave. He rose from the grave. That's the good news. Amen. Amen. So next time you see a picture of Jesus on the cross, just be reminded that Jesus loves you tremendously. Amen. How much he loves you? That much. That much. They couldn't nail him to the cross if he didn't want to be nailed to the cross. He laid down his life. Why? Because he loves us. Hey, listen, you know, it's very common today for people to feel unloved. Can I tell you something? You are very much loved today. Jesus loves you. You can be hopeful during your dark days. Why? Because God loves you. Number two, because God 
is with you. You might feel all alone right now, but you're never alone. The Bible says, where can you go that God is not there? You know, you might have heard the story. Some of the astronauts were believers. They were Christians and they read their Bible. They prayed up there on the moon. And you know, their testimony is that God is on the moon. There are Christians that are in the military. They're in submarines, went down to the depth of the sea. And they say, God's down there in the sea. Amen. How many of you know God is everywhere? And he's with you right now. You're not alone. He's with you. Hebrews 13.5 says, God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. One of the greatest promises of the Bible is in Isaiah 43, 2. When you go through the deep waters and the great trouble, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. That's a great promise. Amen. God says, don't be afraid. You're not alone. I'm going to be with you when you go through those dark times of life. You're not going to have to go through it by yourself. And by the way, you might... You might be in the fire, but you're not going to get burnt. You might go through the waters, but you're not going to drown. In other words, I'm going to take you through the dark times of life. You're going to walk through the valley. Amen. You can be hopeful because uh, in your dark days because God is for you. Do you know God's for you? He's not against you? How many of you know that? God is for you. He's not against you. Don't believe the lie that not even God likes you. That's a lie from hell. The Bible says that Satan is the father of lies. And he lies to people. And he makes them feel like even God don't care about them. But I'm here to tell you today that God is for you. He's not against you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? If God is on your side, you can lose. You got to win. You got to make it through this life. Amen. In Romans 8, 31, Paul said, if God is for us, who can be against us? In other words, if God's on your side, you got to win. Amen. First Corinthians eleven twenty four. Jesus said, this is my body, which is for you. Jesus gave his body for you. He was crucified for you. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. You can be hopeful during the dark days of life that God is for you. Listen, I would rather have a million people. I would rather have, you know, God for me than a million people for me. Because if God is for me, that's all I need. Amen. How many of you know the creator of the universe? If he's on your side, you're going to be all right. There's no mountain too high. There's no valley too deep. There's no problem too great that the Lord can't help you get over it, get around it, get through it, get beneath it. Somehow he'll make you walk on water. Amen. Yes, he will. And so listen, you know, I don't know where you are today, spiritually speaking, but you know what? Christmas is a whole lot more than Christmas caroling, giving out gifts and drinking eggnog. Christmas. Is about the greatest gift ever given. Christmas is about Jesus Christ. It's not just this story like Superman. It's real. God is not dead. He's alive. He's alive today. And He will demonstrate Himself to all who believe. If you don't believe, you won't experience God. But if you believe, He said to them that believed. To them that received. To them He gave the right to become children of God. Amen. How many of you believe today? Amen.
God has a plan for you. It's, it's a great plan. And if you follow His will, if you follow His way, God will change your life. I believe we have a few people in this room that have experienced the transforming power of the salvation of Jesus Christ. Am I right? Amen. Listen, I want you to listen to this song. We have another song for you. And I want you to listen to the message of this song and let it drive home the point that God is for you. That's the whole reason that Jesus came is so that you today in 2011 could be impacted by the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen.
There was a story told that um, a man received a gift, and just a few days after he received the gift, the person that gave him the gift died. And somehow, in the midst of the busyness of life, the gift that was given was forgotten about. And for 49 years, that gift was never opened. And then one day, this gentleman stumbled across the gift and found out that the gift was this inheritance that would have allowed him to live out of the poverty lifestyle that he had lived in for the last 49 years. That's a terrible story, a terrible tragedy. But it's the same is true today that over 2,000 years ago, God gave the world a gift so that they didn't have to live in poverty, but so that they could live a rich life. Unfortunately, people have forgotten about the gift and therefore live in poverty and never opening that gift. Today, before we go, I think it would be appropriate for us to, to just in our hearts, open up our hearts to receive the gift that God has given us. Amen? Because see, the reality is that God is with us to rescue us and deliver us, His children. Amen? Would you stand with me? I want to pray. And Luke chapter 2 and verse 11 says, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. See, He was more than a baby. He was a Savior. Jesus Christ is our Savior. Amen? Now the word Savior means to rescue. To deliver. Jesus is our rescuer. He is our deliverer. I don't know if you heard me. But Jesus is our rescuer. And He is our deliverer. See, listen. He wants to rescue us from our sins. He wants to rescue us from our sins. Nothing you will get this Christmas. Listen, nothing. Nothing will take care of the sin problem. And see, we don't recognize, we don't realize that God created us and He created us to be in relationship with Him. And through the fall of man, we're born in sin and we have this tendency to go the wrong way and do the wrong thing. God calls that sin and sin hinders us. But God in His mercy understood that we would need help, so He sent us a Savior. And to as many as received Him, to Him He gave the right to become children of God and to erase the sin problem. Amen? It's a great thing. And so all of a sudden, you know, instead of God seeming so far away, all of a sudden, you can sense and feel His love and His grace in your heart. You can, you can feel an intimacy with God that you've never felt before. And you, all you have to do is just accept the gift of salvation that comes through Jesus Christ. Amen? Now the Bible says to, if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to cleanse you, to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. 
You don't have to confess to me your sins. I don't really want to know them. Amen? But you know what? Who really wants to know is the Lord. So would you bow your head with me for a minute? And I just want to pray a prayer of salvation today. And today, if you recognize that that you have a sin problem and maybe you've never really opened up the gift of salvation and you could say in your heart today, I know I'm a Christian. I know that if I die, I'm going to heaven because I have total confidence. I have total confidence in the Lord's forgiveness. If you don't have that today and you say, Todd, would you pray with me today and and ask the Lord to forgive my sins? Just raise your hand right now and I want to pray for you. Just raise your hand. I see your hand. Anybody else? Just raise your hand all over this place. Their hands are going up. Now listen, listen, I tell you, it's all in your will just saying, Lord, I know I messed up. I know I've missed the mark and I really want my sins forgiven. So let's all pray this prayer together. Would you pray with me? Say, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know I've missed the mark. But today I want you to know I'm sorry, Lord. I want your forgiveness today. And I want to receive the gift of salvation. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins and cleanse my heart of all wrongs. Fill me with your presence. Fill me with your spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for me. In Jesus' name. I pray, and everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Thank God for salvation. Now listen, those of you that prayed that prayer, if you belong to church, you start attending every week. If you don't belong to church, show up here week B. Glad to have you apart. But listen, you need to find out the instructions of how to tap into that inheritance that your heavenly father left for you to live in. You don't have to live in poverty. You can live a blessed life. Amen? Amen. Now listen, not only did the Lord forgive our sins, but he also gave us hope to have joy during this time in whatever dark day you might be going through, relationally, financially, it doesn't matter. The Lord came to set us free. Amen? And so I want to pray for you. And I want you to just receive it. And I just want you to believe with me that, listen, you don't have to be depressed. You can have joy. You don't have to be alone. God's presence can be with you in a, in a powerful way this holiday season. Amen? So let's pray together. Father in heaven, I thank you that, Lord, you shed your blood. And that, Lord, you came to destroy and to break and to dissolve the works of the enemy off of hearts and lives today. Father, I believe that the Spirit of the Lord is here today to break discouragement, break depression, break grief, break heaviness. Lord, break every evil thing that would try to hinder and stop the people of God from enjoying a blessed life. Lord, I pray for a release right now of your anointing on every heart. Lord, cause depression to go, oppression to be broken, and let the joy and the light of Jesus Christ be released over this place in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody shouted and said, amen, amen. amen. Come on, let's sing one more song before we go. You want to? Come on, how many of you believe in the joy of the Lord?
It's your strength. Amen.